0: Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley, a podcast about making things up and making things happen. We talk to different creative people, and by we, I mean I. I don't know who else is we, but I feel like you're all with me, I guess, talking. Um, This week, I have two of my favorite funny people, Terrence Michael and John Cantwell. They are two-thirds of the comedy group The Nelly Olsons with Nora Burns, who's been on the podcast before. And they're coming out in their 20th anniversary show... The Nellie Olson's Evil Never Dies, September 25th through October 4th at the Cavern Club Theater, Casita Del Campo. you got to go see them. But um, before we get to the interview, um, a little housekeeping. I would love it if you went to DennisAnyone.net. You can see some pictures that go with different podcasts sometimes. And you can uh, subscribe to my newsletter. You can uh, donate to my virtual tip jar, which helps me pay for web hosting and things like that. It really helps out a little... Um, And you can see fun stuff there. Anyway, um, I guess that's about it. Follow me on Twitter, um, at Hensley Dennis, and um, like the Dennis Anyone Facebook page. That would make me happy. And um, without any further ado, please enjoy Terrence Michael and John Cantwell. Hey there, I am here in my very own home and I've welcomed two wonderful friends and performers, John Cantwell and Terrence Michael of the Nellie Olson's Comedy Group. Welcome
1: Woo! to the concert. Hey, Dennis, concept. anyone?
0: Dennis, anyone, you drove over the hill to be here today. I feel like I've been at Magic Mountain for
1: the whole day.
0: <laughs> um, it's so weird when you live in the valley and you live in Eagle Rock. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, you feel guilty asking people to come to see you, but yes. you think nothing of driving over the hill. Correct. Right? Yep. We gotta, we've got to adjust our...
1: Way of thinking.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Okay. I agree. That's I don't, go any, I don't go west of La Brea. That's you don't? my rule. Now. That's no. it? That's no. It.
1: It's not going to happen. And Terrence wouldn't invite you over to his house even if he did live in Hollywood so. or Sherman Oaks. Okay.
0: Well, he showed me pictures of his house. It's adorable. Adorable. Enchanting.
2: Enchanting.
0: Well, you guys uh, are in the Nellie Olson's comedy group. I first saw you in the early 90s perform at Highways Performance Space. Yep. And you were doing your 20th anniversary show. Uh, at Casita del Campo coming up. It's called Evil Never Dies. The Nellie Olson's featuring you two and our lovely friend Nora Burns hey, who is Nora. a former podcast guest on her own. But that's okay. I'm She sorry.
1: never told us. Yeah, it
0: was. she was plugging Unitard. A whore, whore. Unitard is another comedy kind of performance troika that she performs with. What is your... Do you guys... Are you competitive with Unitard? Oh, no. We love
1: Unitard. They're yeah. great. They're great. Yes. It's the fact that you know, Nora just cannot get on stage without two fags on yeah. each side of her. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's really kind that of right? what so you that's, need to in. There's the East Coast version and the West Coast
0: <laughs> that's, version. And you're all, everyone's cool with everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So this is your 20th anniversary show. It's called Evil Never Dies. Is it because it's a Halloween kind of seasonal thing, or is it because you guys are evil? It's because we're evil. Yeah. Right.
2: And we're going into Halloween, so it's like, it's a perfect It's a win-win. It's a win-win.
0: Now, what are some of the sketches we might, what are some of the themes you're exploring, some sketches you might tease?
1: Balls. Balls? Yeah, I I said that someone else asked me about the show, and I'm like, oh, well, they said, how's the show, how have you guys evolved? (laughs) 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 That was was my next question. (laughs) It's like, we haven't evolved at all. We're still... I thought of musty crotch humor. Yeah, basically. Today. It's still very musty. Yeah.
2: No, for this, you know, it's really what, 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 we, what makes us laugh. Yeah. So it's really for us. We don't care about the audience.
0: You don't? No. <laughs> now, are you going to tuck your penises up under your... Bu- um, yes. Are you going to give up mangina again? Yes. Which you, you
2: never know cause what you, Santa will bring.
0: Because you and John have done, like, dance numbers with your your junk tucked up under...
2: All I will say is that we are amping it up for this show wow. to a whole new level. When you
0: do that, is there a lot of like, okay, what can we what moves can we do? Like I'm trying to remember how it worked. Is there yes. do, you, do you have to test? Do you have to road test that? If you
1: it's only like, knew. I don't want to give away the joke, but some of the conversations I've had with him are Whatever it is, it's, no, I've been practicing, and it can be done, right. but it involves hedge clippers. Right. So it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just we're, like, like,
2: we're like Lucille right. Ball, where she was like, no, roll me up in that carpet and throw me down the stairs, and we'll test it <laughs> out and see if it works. Yeah,
0: you'll do anything. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're not shy about nudity or do any of that stuff?
2: If you, if you think about it, it's, it, it's horrifying, but right. you kind of just can't think about it, and you have to dive headlong.
0: And you, that was, from the beginning, you guys were, that was the, the... Now, when you, when I saw you, you guys were, like, cutting edge, and, and you still are, but every, the culture sort of cut, you were the only game in town. You were the only people doing what you were doing. Right. Like, really edgy, unpc sketch comedy with a gay slant. Yes. Because at the time, there wasn't a lot of it, and if there was, they were PC, and you were being, you know, crazy. What do you remember about... Ruffling feathers in the beginning.
2: Oh, we would always horrify people. I mean, even the last we would have. I think our last go around, we had um, HBO Comedy Arts that nominated us for, uh, you know, the, their their festival. Wow. And then how it works is that. But in, this, in, in New York or the, here? They did. Do. Yeah, I don't remember um, it. Yeah, think because when we, then we have to do a series. This happened like three times. We've right. been we've been tapped. Three oh times. yeah, they yeah. would come and they would come. And then what happens is once you're tapped. This whole committee then comes and follows it up, right? And and if you get a no vote anywhere along the on the road, you're dead. You're right. stuck in the water. And invariably, we would get one person that would come and be like, "No," they would just be like, <laughs> "Absolutely," our audiences would never go for
1: it. Was this it to be like a straight business man, you know, a suit right. type? And I think it was. When the guys came out with their penises tucked playing the flutes, I had had it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that is a deal breaker? You've got to be kidding me. And we never could understand it because we had done Just for Last Festival where some straight guy stuck a Roman candle up his ass and then lit it. But that, that was, you know, he was on the cover of every newspaper right. after that. And I'm like, that? That's not enough? Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: I forgot about the flute playing. The flute playing is amazing, the too. The reporters. The reporters. But we, you know had what's
2: done, we had done a festival in Hollywood, and I ran into one of the execs from one of the gay networks at the time. And we had just done this... Which is that, a,
0: already a recipe for terror. Okay. Just the run-in. I'll, I'm already having anxiety thinking about it.
2: And the money quote, the thing that he said, he goes, We love you guys, but you scare the shit out of us. All right. And no one would advertise... It would be really weird, but
1: <laughs> it's it's weird. But what's... what? is also odd, is um, now, because, you know, with Trump and everything, just yeah. insulting everyone. Right. Everyone's talking about politically correct. And I just thought, oh, my God. So, wait a minute. It feels like 20 years ago mm-hmm. when they, you know, you're hearing politically correct. But usually at some point it becomes not politically correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. But over the past 20 years, I'm going, when, when were we... When was it okay? I feel like they're still bitching about you should you shouldn't do that. You should be politically correct. And I'm like, oh god, it's just you know. Yeah, it, I think if you're if it's smart and there's an underlying because they had this blonde bimbo who apparently made some fat jokes on yeah. her on her YouTube channel, right? Which means she already doesn't have a real audience, right? But she calls herself a comedian. Uh, they had her on the View. You know, and of course you've got Whoopi Goldberg, mm-hmm. Joy Behar, and the tall woman that I love. I know you know who she is. What is her name? Kristen Johnson? She, no, she's an but she's like Kristen Johnson. <laughs> Collins. Collins, she's the new co host Michelle Collins. Michelle Collins. Okay. Who I think is really, really, really funny. Well, they had her on there and they basically practically just almost, you know, ripped her tits off because she just wasn't funny. She was just on there because she Made a joke about fat people. And that's what she was channel. on The View? And she's on... That garners you a spot on The View, uh, and I'm just sitting there just still bitter. Right. 20 years later, like, you know, eating, you know, Haagen-Dazs. Um, I'm so uncomfortable thinking about the
0: tensions of The View... Like just backstage and what's going on there. Like it, k- it keeps you, me up at night. It's I have never that is missed like an the Middle East. I have, never, I
1: have never missed. An how do you deal with the tensions, I, or is that part of the? Well, puns? listen, if you can get through Sherry Shepard and Jenny McCarthy right. in one season, because that literally forget Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Yeah. That was the biggest bunch of shit I have <laughs> ever seen. But you stuck with life. it. I have to because there's something about. Because I, when I was in New York, I all, it started when I was in New York and I would watch it. And when I left New York, it always made me feel like I could still wake up and feel like I was in New York. So I do. I kind of enjoy, you know, hearing those women talk. Because I do. I miss I miss the New York ladies. Right. From the spin class. Right, of course. It was fun. I, I did. I enjoyed the dialogue. So I, yeah. I, I could. I could watch that show.
0: Who's your favorite me. View woman ever? Mine's Viera. Vieira.
1: Oh, uh, she's awesome. I mean, she's just the type of woman that yeah. you would want to hang with. that right. You would want to be your friend. Right. But I do, I really do love Joy. Yeah. You know, she gets a little long in the tooth sometimes with her shtick and everything. But yeah. I think she's really smart and I, I enjoy her. And even though I think she's somewhat elitist, I, I love Whoopi Goldberg. From her, because of her Broadway show. I mean, right. like me, I'm sure like he... That to me, when I was a kid and I saw her do that show on Broadway, Mike Nichols, I was like, oh, I put my shirt on my head. I, I think I can do this. Right. And it she was is. kind of like when I saw a Nellie Olsen show. Yeah. I was like, they're doing Taffy Davenport. Per- oh, I can do, oh, I gotta get in this. Who's Tappy Davenport? John Waters, no oh, yeah, trouble. Yeah, Kathy, yeah,
2: yeah. damn okay, it, I'm shut sorry. it off. I
1: know <laughs> it's
2: over. You have no it's credentials. Over.
0: I know. Get this I know. Job? I
1: suck. You're like that fucking bitch with the YouTube <laughs> channel, aren't you? There is no I'm audience.
0: Gonna, I'm going to go on the view now and get <laughs> skewered. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, who
0: was the founding? You were a founding member, Terrence, yes, right? Nora and I. Mm-hmm. Nora, you and Nora Burns, mm-hmm. and then John. You saw them, and you're like, I want to get in on that.
1: I saw them, <laughs> and then years. You know, uh, no, no, no. It was maybe six months later, because, you know, back in the day, actors in New York read Backstage. Right. Read backstage. And it said, the Nellie Olsons are seeking female members. And I was like, oh, damn. I wish they were looking for guys. But there was an address. So I thought, well, let me send in a headshot. And I was just like, I do a mean Taffy Davenport. I would love to audition. And I think Terrence said they got two headshots. We had two. From guys. From guys. Um, and,
0: and any women? Oh, yeah, we had Plenty a of yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. cool.
2: But
1: then, you know, two... Two guys were like...
0: Two I'm homosexuals. In. And
2: one guy had drawn a wig on his headshot, yeah. thinking that was funny, and we were like, no. It's
0: not <laughs> no, no, no. I might have had that impulse. Actors, don't you actors, try,
2: don't do it. It's like, yeah. No, I, 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 I can play a woman, and yeah. say, no, you've got to be a real woman on stage. You don't need to draw <laughs> anything. Yeah. yeah, No. But what made you call John in? It was a fluke. We, we called him in, and um, uh, actually... At the time, John Epperson, Lipsynka, was directing our show.
0: Oh, fantastic.
2: And John came in and ran his mouth. And John Epperson (laughs) and I were both
1: born in the same hometown, Vicksburg, Mississippi. Right on. He grew up in Vicksburg, um, and I grew up across the Mississippi River in Tallulah. Okay. Which is, you know, Tallulah. Wow. Drag. Yeah. Northeast Mississippi Delta. So, yeah, I I probably was crazy, and I, I wasn't... I had never written to this day. I still don't consider myself a writer. Uh, so I really didn't have anything to bring to the table. But I remember doing, in college, me and my gay friends from Louisiana, we would always do pageant girls. Yeah. And I would always do this one little pageant thing. I love children. I love all kinds of children. Yeah. And that... I don't know, they thought it was funny or charmed them, and it turned into Connie Slocum, Love Connie. Right. So that's where all that started. And that really is the only thing I had, which is ironic now twenty years later, that it's still the only thing I have. But you've taken (laughs) that
0: Connie character and made something with it, it. And made something so unique and magical with it. Your Love Connie shows are so inspired and they're so you. And they're so wonderful. They're like in their own little kind of art form. So I,
1: I can get some mileage out of you yeah. know you know just a stretch of taffy.
0: Are we going to get a little Connie Slocum in this Nelly show?
1: Two, two, right we'll on. We'll just say one involves a horse. Okay.
2: <laughs> Don't <laughs> just, give away our secrets. <laughs> wow, it's true. Yeah, uh, yeah, but even so, it doesn't it doesn't give it away. But
1: yeah. uh, but I won't say what song it is. Because yeah. If it's a song and you think that song and equestrian, you know, yeah, that's um, a lot.
2: And I'm glad that we're going to
0: get some Love Connie. And we're going to get a little Love Connie stand back. I love that you call her Love Connie. Like, it, it's was, become Love a, Connie. Little,
2: yeah. Like, that.
0: when you host a, 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 the Rock and Roll Gay Bar, right? Yeah, yeah. With Love Connie. Yeah. Like, I love that Love Connie's like, her name now.
1: Well, that's a little Mario Diaz thing. Yeah. Because the show was called Love Connie. He's like, no, it should be Love Connie. That's hot. Yeah. he said something like that. that yeah. A, really? If Mario approves something that, exactly. oh, oh.
0: says. I trademark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do whatever he says. He knows how to live a sexy life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a busy guy. I now. know how to live the antithesis of that. Yeah, <laughs> I have
0: really turned it on its head. <laughs> I, I
2: have taken that to the hilt.
0: Yeah. And I am um, cobwebby. And musty musty must
1: crotch must Mar- be if yes. Mario's listening Mario should do a one man show called my so called sexy life yes that's a good idea yeah. mm-hmm. yes brand it do it
0: now, John Cantwell, I first met you in New York in a gay bar. Do you remember this? Yes.
1: And we kissed each other on the street. Yes. outside, Too mm. it sweet. It was so sweet. So it was sweet. back in the days, the New 90s, York magic. We crap. were terrified of AIDS, but we kissed like fucking fools. <laughs>
0: and we we bonded. It was in Splash, and we it bonded all
1: right. We yeah. bonded yeah. over yeah. showgirls. Yes. Oh show my girls. God. Well, we were which doing, I would have we just, just seen. This. We yeah. would have just seen. It would have been like ninety-five. But the irony is, is that. I saw Showgirls on my first trip to Los Angeles from New York City. I was and out a here
0: th- doing in, a, in, 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 in its original run.
1: Yes, in yes, its okay. original run at the yeah. Santa Monica at the Promenade. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, I was out doing aerobics on a TV show called Crunch TV. Right on. Crunch, do you remember when Crunch had their
2: own? No, but I love show? that
0: they do. They it's did crazy. But, yeah, we met in that bar, and we talked about showgirls, and we kissed on the street. And then that's you were so part of the Nellie Olsons. Yeah. And I had already seen you guys perform, because you had another couple of people with you. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. an African-American guy, mm-hmm. and I can't remember
2: there was another yeah, girl. Yeah, Tony and then Peg Healy. From the oh, Peg Healy, was. yeah. That's
0: yes. right. uh, Anyway, we're yeah. Memory Lane, and you performed at Highways Performance Space. Correct. Yep. And I also remember you and I went to the movie Turbulence start starred Lauren
2: Holliday. <laughs> oh, God, that's
0: right. Do you remember this? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yes. But I love the random shit you're pulling out. I know, I we have so many... I also remember we hosted an Oscar party together. It was me was and Nellie Olsen. Wait
1: a minute! At yeah. Luna Park? Yes. Oh, my God. It the was year that Life is Beautiful was nominated, yeah. and then we had to rename the movies, and someone got Well, offended. they had all these anti-Semitic Comments and we were having to just blindly, all right. Here's what the audience came up. And I think Nancy Kassam is she Jewish? I I hope she's Jewish. Oh, I wish she's from Long Island. That's what gets me confused. But I don't even. It was some somebody some really bad. Out angry. Like okay. life is like a bunch of burnt. No, dudes. I remember. It, it no, just it was something. Like, not even. Funny. It was
0: like six million ways to laugh. <laughs> 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 Which is come on, that's funny. <laughs> well, it's not. It's it's Let's, sort of making fun of the fact that they're trying to make a lighthearted... Anyway, I'm not. Yeah. Owning, I'm not defending it or not. <laughs> it's what happened? it's oh what happened God. and
1: somebody stormed out in oh, a yeah. panic that- and I remember doing trying to do because we've never been like the groundlings or, or MAD TV, where yeah. we did celebrity impersonations yeah. some like you know when I do Penny Marshall yeah. well then that's a fucking home run right but I remember trying to do Elizabeth Taylor that night <laughs> and I think I was fighting with Nora going no I should be Melanie Griffith she's like let me be Melanie Griffith I'm like, well, damn. But I remember
0: somebody in your world had a bunch of money that we were able to throw that party with. Do you remember who? this? Who? I don't Robert? Really. Robert? Maybe. Who? Like, he had a hookup. Some kind of hookup that we oh were able to gosh. throw a party. I just oh. remember we were... Do you b- remember Robert? Like, it was Nora's Robert? friend? No. Oh. Hanson. Robert oh. Ellsworth. That was no, 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 no. I
2: know who you're talking... I can't remember the yeah. name of the person, but yes, yeah. you're
0: right. You're right. Okay. Awesome. Oh. I can have to do this later. Oh. Oh, um,
1: Scott, call back.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, but anyway we it was a glamorous Oscar party and it was the year except that Gwyneth Paltrow out. won, except for the Storm Out.
2: There was a storm? No, no, no. The storm out. Remember the guy? There was stu- a
1: storm? I was thinking of turbulence. After again.
2: that joke though, after the joke, he stood up and was like making this is anti Semitic and da 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 and it's like, look, it's you have to examine context. Yeah. And I think you know, it's one of those things like, um, I know somebody that had written this really beautiful, nuanced piece that was, it was dovetailing two stories, and one took place in Auschwitz, and the other was, you know, uh, a different story. But it was this really beautiful dovetail, and it had some humor in it, because it was about this person's family. And the author of the piece had applied for a grant, I think for the National Holocaust Foundation, or one one of the large foundations, and they were like, absolutely not. No piece about the Holocaust should ever contain humor. It's like, well, this is a beautiful piece. Yeah, that's
0: kind of, that's that, really reductive. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it,
2: it was very reductive. And that's what I feel, I feel like there's a knee-jerk reaction. It's kind of like the whole, you know, with the whole transsexual RuPaul drive yeah. racing. thing. I'm like, really? Like, that's what you're going to go after. Yeah. That, that joke, that's what you're going to go after? Really? So you're brave and strong, but yet that's going to completely derail you. Yeah. But you're brave and
1: strong. And I always thought, how dare those transsexual girls enter a drag contest because it's not drag anymore. Or, right. I mean, or I, I never got, I, I, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I don't get There's why. a
0: lot of nuance, a lot of gray
1: area. It's deep. It's
0: deep stuff.
1: But, yeah, but drag, I, also I just don't... Yeah, I don't understand people coming for drag. Yeah. You're never gonna stop drag. Yeah. It's gonna be forever. Yes. Forever. It's just... It's, again, blood in the water. Yeah. yeah. Clown, you know what I mean? It, it's just...
0: Um, you also go after the gay community in a fun way. Oh, yeah. Which I've always loved. You sort of make fun of we the shallowness. Yeah. We attack
2: everyone. attack everyone, including yeah. ourselves.
0: Yeah. Oh, is yeah. there... Who's... Um, is there any... Any things that you're talking about this time, like, I don't know, parenting or, uh, the election or... Prep. Prep.
1: Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, if I ever start working on it. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, a lot, a lot, there's a really funny sketch about, uh, you know, parents that just talk incessantly about their children. I had a road rage incident, and I've been feeling guilty about it for (laughs) three days over a woman... And then she threw the, but I've got kids in the car, you know, right. thing. Uh, that was her explanation for being a shitty driver. Right. And going so damn slow that I was tailgating her. Right. And she was like, but my, my buzzer's going off because you're tailgating. You're within such and such inches of my bumper. And I'm like, I'm tailgating you because you won't go. But I've got kids in the car. And then I don't know what came over oh, me. No, But I just... <laughs> And this was in the... Have you
0: heard this story yet? Yes. No. Oh, shit. oh,
1: really? I did. T- I told well, you. you told me, yeah. And I know it was a nice Jewish lady, like, you know, in the Highland right. Avenue area right. of Hollywood. Right. You know. And she goes, but I've got kids in the car. And I just went, I don't give a fuck about your kids. And I blew past her and then I flipped her off. And she came after me and she was honking. And then, of course, I was like, oh, now you want to go. Now you, you didn't want to go two seconds ago when I was behind you. Now me. the gas pedal So, works. of course, then I threw on the brakes and then I thought, oh, my God, now I've got the kids. have gone through the front windshield and, and I just got out of there. I got out yeah. of there. I cause That's I, enough I, to upset you all week. Like, oh, I would carry just, that with I'm me. I'm terrible. I, part yeah. of me wishes, you know, I was happier in New York because I, I wasn't driving. Yeah. But I love to drive, and I'm a, I'm a really good driver. Yeah. But I'm insane. So if you see me, just get the fuck out of my way. Yeah.
0: Now, who moved to New... Do you guys move to L.A. at the same time?
1: A Roughly. Year, about a year. He moved... Right. To, but it was about the time i joined the group we you know that was because uh, yeah. they were playing out here in san francisco so um yeah and yeah. i had i had amassed so much credit card debt by that time in new york it was that that was back in the day so but i'm just gonna get that commercial yeah. some someday yeah still has never come yeah but it's gonna wipe all i'm one check yeah chase done yeah, yeah. all right yeah
0: so you came yeah. out to LA. Came out to LA. Are you guys glad you came out here? Did you? Did you? Yeah, are you yeah. ready to leave New York?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. I, I I was just back in New York last week, and and the the downside is the city has changed so much, and mm-hmm. not for the not for the better. Yeah,
0: it's gotten really expensive, even more it's than really ever.
2: Expensive. Yeah, and and I, I think you have to have. It's just like the, it's the gritty people, more, It's then. not gritty at all. It's just it's very just. I, you always kind of feel like you're at a mall or a strip mall. Or, yeah. Just I had to go across the, across the river to Brooklyn for like one of the nights, and that I was like, oh my God, yay, this is what New York used to be like. Yeah. But it's just not, Manhattan is just very sanitized, and um, it's just not that, it's not as interesting as it was. I hate to say that, but No, it's, but
0: I, I think you're not the only one that thinks that. Yeah,
2: I know. I've, I, I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate.
0: Yeah. I still remember the bubble butt sketch. I remember oh, the opening line. I try day. to get him to do oh.
1: bubble. I do. I'm like, are you sure you don't want to bring that bubble And I'm like, I'll do it. I want to do it. Cause it's it all about it that first line. Me.
2: It cracks me Oh, up. that's right. I forgot the first line, but yeah. Shall we share it? Sure. Ready? I can't. One,
1: two, three. I, I like, like eating, eating ass. ass. It's the calories or the parasites I can do without. <laughs> or it.
2: Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's the calories <laughs> I can do without. That's yeah. it.
0: That's why, you, and then you have bubble butt, which is gum, That's and it comes like
2: ass.
1: It
0: gives me that ass ass-eating st- flavor. St- I
1: come to enjoy it without all those pesky P- parasites. Right. parasites, right? And, and there's that is and,
2: stupidest. Just, and yeah. I enjoy this is eating ass. This was the extra <laughs> calories
1: I could
0: do without. <laughs> this was written. That's by, what I remember vividly.
1: Yeah. Wait, top of your class, Yale. No, uh, right. Yes, and this is what it comes in three delicious flavors. Butt munch. Wait, butt munch. <laughs> Pungent Pucker, and my favorite,
0: Sweet Cornhole. <laughs> I remember those vividly. I must have seen that
1: multiple times. That's a classic. It's very it's, strange because I cannot remember a lot, right. but I can sometimes verbatim, well verbatim, it's like a John Waters movie, we will remember an old Nellie sketch that he wrote that he has no idea. It's like, I don't remember writing it. So, yeah. But you remember vividly. Oh, I totally remember. Yeah. But then there's some things where I'm like, we did that? I have no recollection of it.
0: Now, when was the last time you guys performed together? It's been a while.
2: It For was five years? Yeah,
0: five years ago. Oh, so you haven't performed it, together in five mm-hmm. years? It wow. Doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like that long, though. I know. It doesn't.
1: so exciting.
0: Once have you, you get re- old
1: and your brain fills up. Sure. Time. Just have you guys ever by. had
0: a big falling out? Have you ever uh, argued or broken up the well, band? Or- we've.
2: Thought before, but not now, really.
1: Not really. You and I, he and I, only had there was only seriously. There was only one time that I ever remember tension between us, and it was in Palm Springs. And I remember we argued over. It's so funny because it was this. It was a theater that was just a storefront, right? You know, so right. we had to. It had to be a little janky, right? But I remember it was back when we were doing the Disney heroines. Oh, yeah. do you remember the did when we did the Disney Pocahontas, and Princess, and Princess Jasmine. Jasmine, and what and we, they were and, bitching
0: about something? We were right? yeah. bitching about the Just mis- being
1: mistreated by yeah. Disney, by Disney, yeah. you know, as, as women of color. Right. And uh, we did Alanis Morissette's so "You Ought to Know," but yeah. change all the lyrics. But I remember we needed to use mics, and the only plug was like in in the ceiling, in the middle of the stage. So we were literally trying to sing in a microphone that didn't have enough cordage. So it was just dangling from the... And I remember going, no, we should run it over here at this point. No, let's just do it here. And that was our argument.
0: That was your big fight.
1: That's the only one I
0: ever remember. Yeah, and you don't even remember it.
2: No, I have no recollection. Wow.
0: Where's the most random place you played a gig?
2: Oh, my God. We played this awesome gig in Miami, and it was a barbecue restaurant. (laughs) <laughs> and it was one of those things where we were in New York at the time, and it was um, the club owner was like, "Oh, I'm going to fly you down and put you up, and da da da, da and you're going to play these gigs, and we'll, we'll do an uh, like a, an, an an eight o'clock and a ten o'clock, and we're like on a Tuesday, like it's Tuesday through Saturday, we're like wait wait wait, ten o'clock on a Tuesday and Wednesday, and that just seems <laughs> it's like Miami. That's, I that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. We're like this would not." Play well in New York. It's like, but Miami's a 24-hour town. And, like, New York's a 24-hour... And no, no. (laughs) So, of course, we get there, and, like, the first night, it was one person... Uh, ten o'clock or eight o'clock? At ten. I think it was at ten. I can't yeah. remember. It's always great when there's more people on stage yeah. than are actually like, in the audience, yeah, which yeah, just yeah, happened. Yeah. You know? yeah. But then it was this thing where, like, I think it was our first. Well, actually, I think the first night, the ten p.m. I don't think anybody showed up, and we ended up canceling that. Right. And we we had a conversation. <laughs> we were like, "Look, there's no one here. I mean, should we just you know?" And it's like ten past ten. Right. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that, that's fine." So then the next day we came in and he was pissed because we canceled the show. And it was like, "Well, we had that discussion about can-. He's like. Okay, just to be clear, I want you to perform in case somebody just walks in. So That's crazy. Even if nobody's in, just do the show. That's Did fine. you? We didn't have to. I mean, there were people the rest yeah, of the time, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it was never. I mean, that, that 10 o'clock show never should have happened. Was it that the place where you guys had to dress in a janitor's closet? Yes, we had and to Nora. Nora,
1: <laughs> Nora and you know how many costume changes and wigs yeah. the Nellies would have. So Nora, I think, was backstage because I wasn't in the group, but I've heard these stories and they're so great. And Nora's trying to get her pants on and she accidentally steps in some old mop water that was like in the janitor's closet. Right. So (laughs) So she's in a whole bucket
0: of water. A whole bucket.
1: Uh, Yeah. A whole bucket. Oh shit. That stuff always cracks me up.
0: Now you guys have played P Town, right? Is that fun or is it like a lot of like
1: hustling?
2: It's missile it's
1: a lot of hustling. Yeah. P Town's changed. It's changed a lot though. I think. In what ways? Um, I don't think that there's many venues that offer opportunities for, you know, more groups like us that aren't established Broadway acts or things like that. And they do get a lot of like, a lot you know, like it's like Linda Etter. And right. Those, and and then people like Leah Delaria, people that sing and stuff like that. Yeah. But it used to be like, like drag queens that, would have never been on Drag Race like right. Scarby mm-hmm. right. you know or or you know or even like lesbian comics you know they're, they're still up there but you know it's really the Crown and Anchor
2: and that's about it well Crown, Crown and Anchor the UU still does shows and then um, but the art House is pretty much I mean it's pretty, pretty much Broadway the Broadway stuff. yeah Broadway, Broadway Jean. yeah yeah
1: Viola yeah, Jean and, and those guys um so, so there there's a go. good, there's a good festival, Afterglow yeah. Festival, that Nora's performing at next. That's happening next weekend. Probably actually happening this week. And John Cameron Mitchell uh, has his hands in that and stuff. So that's cool to come up after Labor Day, right? Because the town's kind of empty, and it's really nice to be up there.
0: Yeah, I've only been there once, but I thought it was a oh, blast. Oh, it's, it's awesome! Yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah, I think it's beautiful. It's I a
1: beautiful, beautiful place. Provincetown, New Orleans—I mean, those are some of the greatest.
0: When you go to p Town, how long do you guys? How long would you stay when you would play there?
1: Last time was a six weeks or a month. A Y'all month. did six weeks. I, I came back. Months. Remember, I came back. I was like, I can't do it. It's it's a lot. Because you it's have to hustle, there. right? And give out flowers You're out there barking the show, but you know, you're dealing with middle-aged men and leotards and right. then Nora who confuses the hell out of people because they know we're guys in drag, so then they immediately assume that she's a guy right. in drag. Nice. And then well, what we always they- loved about it is when you get some drunk queens and you know, we're walking down the street in and you talk about nudity on stage. We province town you're walking down the middle of town in some bikini, you know, underwear and a bra, you know, as a guy and high heels and it's perfectly fine. And then you're like, you know, some drunk queen on the side of the road. You're like, oh, my God, you two are fabulous. I don't know what's going on with her. And it's like, she's the real girl. That's what's going on. That
0: must have made her feel really great.
1: Oh, terrible. Yeah. She, would yes. just, she would just go like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it with you guys. That She wasn't having it. She was no. not having it. Now,
0: who's been your most surprising fan? Have you ever had any, like, famous people come to your show or, like, edgy, fun, like, ooh? Somebody- <laughs> I
1: don't think we've ever had any. Yeah. Allison Arngrum, of yes, course. Yes, the real yeah. Nellie Olsen. Yeah, how did that, really how did that work out that
0: you Asher,
2: got well, Oh, gosh. yeah, you tell the story. I, it's funny, I, I remember the stories yeah. and I wasn't even in the We group. were doing a show in New York, the Ridiculous Theatrical Company, and the show came down, and the stage manager comes running downstairs Terrified, And she goes, somebody needs to call up to the phone now because Nellie Olson, the real Nellie Olson, is on the line. And she wants to talk to one of you right now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and so we Were go, you
0: shitting your pants thinking <laughs> we we're like, going to get sold? We were like, come on.
2: this yeah. Is, yeah, It's going to be a cease and desist letter. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. And she was like, you know, basically what had happened is it was this guy who had written an article on, on Allison for People magazine like the week prior, he was going out to fire on it and actually stepped on one of our flyers on the ferry. Because that's where they all wind up. <laughs> that's,
1: yeah. that's the best thing about P-Town too is drunk flyering and tea dance. Yeah. yeah. I'm out of town that night. It's running for six weeks.
2: Yeah. So, um, and he passed it along to her. and So basically, she's like, who the hell are you, and, and and why are you using my name? And we're like, because we're we're mean and evil, and we worship you. And she's like, good answer. I want to see you when you come to L.A. Yeah. So she came to our first show out here, and then she's been a supporter ever since. And she's performed with us.
0: That's awesome. Because, you know, some people are so uptight about everything.
2: Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. She's really, really cool. And, again, she's not precious about anything. She's right. She's just oh. like she whatever she's
1: she's, she's, great. she's so real she's yeah and awesome.
2: she's done her own performances oh, yeah and she's yeah. great like, yeah. yeah she does she's in france uh, this month doing confessions of a prairie bitch or she'd be on stage with us but yeah she is I but then know. we've also had um uh Catherine mcgregor who played mrs olsen had come oh to the show. yes that's
1: okay what, and oh and lucy lee, lee Flippin, Flippin, who is uh, mrs wilder almanzo's sister who was uh, a the school house. teacher the house. very
2: prim proper school teacher I
1: never watched that show once
0: I always thought it was for nerds Sorry. Well, you know what? And you should also
1: check on the Waltons sometime. You, if you started watching the Waltons, you'd never leave the bedroom. You'd be like, I'm cozy.
0: It's very cozy. There's one crazy Waltons episode that somebody showed me where there were ghosts in the house. Have you seen that? (laughs) It's nuts. It's like the Shining meets the Waltons. (laughs) awesome. And it's like Halloween. I don't know what, but look look into that. You would like that. You have the most random frame of reference, John Cantwell. You'll be yeah. like, you know, she was very Linda Day George, or like you'll pull some <laughs> name out of your ass from a I love two, it. very um, uh, Kay Lens. Kay Lens.
1: Yeah, or, I watched a lot of TV. Yeah, TV familiar.
0: movies. Like, who is David Cassidy married to? Kay, Kay Lenz. Like, you you know all of those feathered haired like. I love it. You yeah. know, poor
1: poor man Ferris. Far- yeah, the poor yeah. man Ferris. Who are they? Oh, okay lens and, like, Linda Day George. And yeah. And God, uh, who else? Um, uh, you can watch Fantasy Island, you know, yeah. Barbie Benton. Sure. Uh, Terry Copley was on.
2: They Terry all,
1: Copley. They were all competing for, I think, I can't, Miss, or Miss, Miss Exotic Showgirl. Yeah. On Fantasy Island. You know, tons of them.
0: All that stuff. It's crazy. Okay, you guys picked some questions from the observation deck. So, let's bust some of these out. Um... What is your best random celebrity
1: sighting? Oh, okay. I, I have... My best one, truly, is I was driving down La Brea about a year ago, and I looked over... Because if you're... You know, when people say they want to see celebrities when they come to L.A., yeah. there's really no place to see them. But if you're in traffic, it's awesome, because you, you will see them. Right. Right. You know? Um, so I'm driving down and speaking of you know 70's actresses and everything and I look over and it's Mare Winningham in her car and her teenage daughter is in the passenger seat and I don't know what's going on but Mare is giving her an earful (laughs) and I'm on so you gotta imagine surly teenager on one side Mare one of the most brilliant actresses of our time her generation most definitely and then crazy queen and 280ZX on the other side you know... Huh, you know... Like... Hey... Hey... Trying to flag so her So you're down. trying to wave to oh, her? Oh yeah... I'm trying to get her you're attention... Trying to have her moment... I'm not... I love Mayor Winning... I'm not yeah. I'm gonna let her day go by... Without me going... Hey... You... You... And I got her to roll down the window... I was like... You're amazing... I love you... I've been the biggest fan... Because... Her... She did a TV movie called... Off the Minnesota Strip... Where she played a 16 year old prostitute... That was sneaking out... <laughs> and I was like... That was the shit... And then she did a movie called Freedom, where she ran off and lived with the circus and was a corny girl. You're a frame of reference. and Isn't it the craziest? And they had a really cool lesbian, kind of a subtle, but I picked up on it as a kid, of how, you know, you had to flirt with the girl. As a girl, you'd have to maybe flirt with the girls at your game. You know, if you're doing like the knock the three milk jugs down sure. or the basketball, you know, and you just kind of like, you know, yeah. to, you know, whatever. Well, anyway, I just said, I love you so much. And she said, thank you so much. That, I, that means a lot to me. And then she started yelling at her daughter again.
0: I love that you just interrupted the family bickering uh, and you she, had your moment. You know,
1: they, they deserve to, you know, no, they deserve to hear. You know, Mel Winningham
0: was not probably the person that people shout out from St. Elmo's. No, but she was in that movie. Because they needed someone who could actually like yes. anchor the damn story down. You know what I mean? Now, Terrence, do you have any good random celebrity sightings?
2: Not a random. I mean, I have a random sighting, but not a random celebrity. Oh, what's that? A well, UFO? No, 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 no. I, I was, um, I was at the Angelica, and I was, I was, um, oh, of course, now I'm forgetting her name, but um, I turned around and. I was looking at this one, and I was like, my God, she's really beautiful. And it was Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Wow. But I
2: didn't recognize her at first. I was like, my God. And then I, then it hit me. I was like, wow. Like, strikingly, like, yeah. strikingly beautiful. Like,
1: I, off the charts. One of my first jobs in L.A. was you. I would do extra work. Yeah. I, know, I, I, I would hope some actors would still do that. But yeah. there were a couple of things that I did extra work on. And one was Angel. But it was on an episode where Buffy was on Angel. Right. And I was rollerblading with a girl behind their scene. Right on. Down on the pier. Nice. So if you watch that show... You might have seen you rollerblading. um, And then I was an extra in a club scene that was cut from What Lies Beneath. But what Ah. was cool about that is I was the first extra at action so Zemeckis was right here I was right here and Michelle Pfeiffer was right there and I was the first kid that had to run into Michelle Pfeiffer so for like four takes I got to look at her and she did this thing where she would be looking normal and then they'd be like okay we're ready and then all of a sudden she'd start doing the this Debbie (laughs) Harry thing where her cheeks kind of go in but her cheekbones kind of get higher and then her eye and you know, I get chills, right, because she is, she's stunning, and she's small, but it was just this awesome thing of... She just
0: turned it on. Getting to,
1: yeah, she just, it's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah.
0: Now, you were also, speaking of movies, you were in Legally Blonde. You were the bended snap. Yeah. Was that um, a blast? Yeah,
1: of course it was. Yeah. That was one of those other things that I, I had a little inch, and I, I worked a mile out of that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... I
0: remember seeing that movie before it came out, on it had, like, a couple of advanced screenings. And in one of them you were in there, and in the next you weren't in it. Yeah, like it kept going in and out.
1: I do. Yeah, I remember that. Tara, thank God, thank God, I made it in. That was a good payoff. The bend and snap. Yeah. Yeah. Was
0: Reese fun? Jennifer Village fun? Well, Jennifer's awesome. Yeah, you Jennifer. Have Jennifer. Come, she'll come see our she comes here. She comes to your shows all yeah. the time.
1: That's right. I'll tell you. Since Nora's not here, I'll put Nora on blast. Especially since I think uh, there's a place called Dark Del- Delicacies. Is that over here somewhere? Maybe. Well, they're doing a Jaws two. It's a book coming out called Jaws two: The Making of a Sequel. Wow. Which I love because Anne Dusenberry is going to be there. Of course.
0: So. I don't know who that is. Tina's <laughs> Joy.
1: <laughs> one of the greatest actresses. How could you not know Anne Dusenberry is. is? Dusenberry. Dusenberry. She, she was in the men's club. She was okay. in. She All was right. in Heartbeat with Sissy Spacek and John Heard. She, she's, she's awesome. Were you just a t- TV junkie? Wait a minute. I, to, okay. Okay. I was. I was a TV junkie. But uh, a funny story about Jennifer Coolidge is uh, she and Nora met and have been friends forever, but they met on an audition for Jaws 2 back when they were casting up in... Cape Cod because they were both from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Wow. So yeah. That's I it's didn't just, know, I know that. It's a funny, funny story. And neither of them got it. They could have both, could you imagine Jennifer Coolidge auditioning for the part going, See, Ann Dusenberry is a great fucking actress. She can pull that shit off and you still remember that. Yeah. It's awesome. You still remember that. A lot of people remember that scene Okay
0: here's another question if there was a doll of you that talked what would it say when you pulled the string
1: let me lick it pretty pink
0: pretty pink (laughs) so let me lick it for Terrence and pretty pink
1: what are you guys talking about about. shoutouts from Black Christmas oh okay (laughs)
2: best horror movie ever the original we're getting
1: sleepy now I know I love it
0: that's (laughs) both of them are shoutouts to that (laughs) Oh, my God. This makes me want to see your show right
1: in a second. Okay. What movie
0: have you seen more than any other movie?
1: Oh, wow. Well, I saw Grease. It ran for 13 weeks consecutively. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was awesome before yeah. Multiplexes. Yeah. When it was like, no, your choice for the summer of 78 is Grease. <laughs> yeah. you like it. fine. <laughs> fine for everybody in this room. Yeah. Fine. Just fine. Yeah. And it is that movie where if it's on TV, or and I have a copy of it, but I, I maybe not so much now, but I did. I would sit down, and I would just get sucked into it. I love, love, love it. The that casting movie. is so brilliant; every little it's part mm-hmm. is perfect. It's great. Yeah, it's so it's one. And yeah. you know that movie got bad reviews. Yeah, it really did. And I'm, I, I'm Yeah, good. it did. It got mm. it got bad reviews. yes yeah. I could watch it forever.
2: I love it. What What about you, Terrence? Cult movie, Rocky Horror. Yeah. Of course, I cannot. Did you ever dress up and go that stuff? It. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You've
0: never seen Rocky Horror? See, that's
2: so I weird. Can, no, I've seen it I, over a hundred times. I cannot yeah. get through it. I do. Oh, I'm not, not entertained by it. I just—it's the do participatory not, thing, and you've got to be. Yeah, it's—it's it's all about the participation. It's not yeah. about watching it. And what,
0: then, were you ever in like the show and went and did oh, yeah, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would? What was your track? What was your God, character? We do,
2: like, do everything.
0: So you, you would do like just, Rocky, and you would do like. Did you ever do Frankenfurter? I never did Frankenfurter. Yeah. All right, but you do other parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever do Gold Speedo? Um, that's Rocky, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. You uh, were probably
2: always Magenta or something. Yeah. No, it was like a, like one. Uh, my first traffic ticket. Actually, my best friend at the time, she <laughs> she she was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna pick. you in the high school. school. <laughs> you're, yeah. She's like, uh, yeah. You're gonna go as Janet. I'm like, okay. So I got my mom's <laughs> slip, got <Yeah>. some shoes. <laughs> she made me a little Janet necklace, and then what happens? My first traffic ticket. And I you're in it. Janet drag. I was in Janet drag in Washington State. Oh, my God. Is what that where you he, grew up? Yeah. What was okay. the other movie you were going to say? Oh, Peggy Sue Got Married. Oh, yeah. Well, I love I it. I she loved that
1: movie. I have seen that in so long. That is so such a great good. movie. It's a great movie. That's great. Yeah. That's so offbeat. I'm it gonna, is. It's that. offbeat. Yeah, it's and a great some, choice. Oh, who was it? Uh, dang it. I was reading someone's bio, and they were talking about that movie, that it was someone wanted that part really bad. Well, Kathleen Turner is so She's amazing. Good. Yeah. Amazing. Edit. Yeah. If you had
0: That's to change... Yeah, yeah, Nick Cage and Kathleen Turner. And yep. it was speaking, speaking of aud- Coppola, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Speaking of auditions, and, and this is just for everyone because if you've never seen this, but 70s, have you ever seen the auditions for Lois Lane in the, the Superman? The only good Superman? I feel like Superman? I might have. No. It's basically... Stalker Channing is what you know Margot Kidder and these are out
0: there somewhere
1: oh yeah they're on the special features yeah but it's Anne Archer Susan Blakely Deborah Raffin a lot of people that people have never heard of but at that time it's funny to see who those types were but they're all pretty bad and the funny thing about Stockard is that she's so in grease mode. Because yeah. they were happening concurrently. Yeah. That she's totally doing the Rizzo, like, Kiki yeah. doll lips. But then what's awesome is Margot Kidder, then it cuts to her, and you're just like, funk, she blows them off the page. And in one, she's wearing a Cindy Williams wig. It's right. this weird bowl cut wig. And even in the bowl cut wig where you're like, that's not Lois Lane. She's amazing, just amazing.
0: How would the other actress feel if your just your failed audition is now on a DVD? All, Do I don't like it. The, it's all, no, yes. it's
1: awful. Even if you're, not, I can imagine if you're well known, yeah. but like even like I've been on some auditions where yes, there's a camera there, me. and I'm like, why? That's not that's not right. I really don't like that. What was the, the worst audition that, you ever had? Oh, it's hard to even talk about. It was for Frasier, oh, so shit. it was something that. As a young actor, yeah, you're like killed this is amazing, and I remember, and it was, it was for a, it was like the manager of the, there's a character on that was on Frasier, I think he was kind of big, yeah, that one, he, dog, how dare a Republican interrupt me? Yeah, on the um, TV, but. it was supposed to be the manager of that character and I felt like that character was a character that was supposed assumed gay but he wasn't gay Hmm. but then the manager was supposed to be gay but all I remember is that one of the casting assistants said now remember gay over the top like you cannot go further now you should never tell me that (laughs) because that just means just be yourself Right. Because I remember when Joe Middleton brought me in for Legally Blonde, yes. he just go, just be the big queen you are, you've got right. the part, and that's right. it. Right. So I went in there, and I went, and I remember, I think it was Jeff Greenberg was the casting director and had seen a Nellie Olson show and just looked at me like I was the worst. I just, I just felt like shit. And it was, well, thank you so much, I'm a big fan of your work. And I remember walking out and I went home and I just, oh, I just cried. Oh, God. Do you my have God. a soul?
2: I really? I cried. I'm sorry. Oh, boo hoo. Oh, whatever. Shut up. Do you have any <laughs> horrible audition stories? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, but I can't, We have done, oh, God. I can't even remember, like, some of the worst ones. Sorry. That's, that's all right. No,
0: they're, they're, they were all, bad. yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. If you had to change careers tomorrow, what would you pursue?
2: Mine, mine's easy which is I'm obsessed with tornadoes so. really oh yeah so you'd be a storm chaser oh yeah yep 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 wow why tornadoes because they're they're frightening and they're they're fast have you ever been
1: in one because Louisiana you know mm-hmm. we'd be out on the lake oh that would in be, the you know in not a little good. boat and it's yeah, like oh good. I guess we should row in it's getting green yeah that's what's weird about tornadoes is like the air just turns green and you realize it's because it's all the vegetation that is being torn wow. up and and then you, when you lay your eyes on a freaking funnel cloud, your ass hits the deck. Like I would never understand someone like outrunning one. It's just no, you need to get down.
0: So the where seat. do you go? Know? You get you get, get you to of pull off
1: the, off the road and lie in a ditch. Or they always would say, get in the bathtub and put a mattress over, you know, you should always think, how the hell are you going to get a mattress in over the, ba- the bathtub? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. Well,
2: and if you get hit by an F4 F5, that's not going to do much good.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the lingo,
0: the F4 F5. Oh, yeah. Have you always loved them?
2: Yeah, I've always been obsessed. I mean, I'm so, I'm kind of weird, like, in that regard. I actually went to, I was in the area, so I went up to Gerald, Texas, which was a scene of a F5. And I went, and I had the trajectory, and I went to exactly where it, where it hit, and there was a whole memorial there, and an entire family got wiped out, actually, unfortunately, because they were at different areas of the town, and they came home thinking, oh, we want to be together to ride out the storm, right. not knowing that it literally was going to plow right through their development. And the they got—they got, didn't have a storm shelter, and oh. something like that, you have, to have, you have to have that, or it's just the chances of survival are slim to none.
0: Wow, what? How do people
2: die? They get flung, right? Oh, yeah. Well, actually, no. It's not. The, it's it's the debris a lot in the that'll hit you mm-hmm, and because, smash you. Yeah, because and... they, they have a thing. At, I think at Texas Tech or I mean, they have a it's a, a device that blows out a, um, a a piece of lumber at that the mile per hour that you encounter. <laughs> oh time, my god! And it goes right through a, a wall. It's like oh, nothing, fuck. like a knife through butter. Shit. So if you're out in the elements, you know anything that's blowing around could could do you serious you damage. Yeah.
0: yeah, oh my God. What would you yeah. pursue if you could pursue something else?
1: I always movie? wanted to be the manager of that Hollywood Center motel that's over there by Chick-fil-A. It's, right <laughs> the it's in a lot of Roger Corman movies and in one of my favorite Teresa Russell films when she plays uh, undercover vice cop. Uh, Impulse. You get this all the time, right? Yes. Yeah. Impulse, directed by Sandra Locke, Clint Eastwood's ex girlfriend. Um, but there's a great crane shot where she's like on the corner. She's like in front of the Hollywood Center Motel. It's a beautiful motel. It's it's kind of sad because I keep think, I keep walking by there and I'm like, oh god. I mean, what it what who owns it? What I don't get it. It doesn't look. It either looks like people live there permanently, but right. I just wonder. And it's this giant gothic house that's on the property and it's beautiful but it's in ruin but i'm fascinated by stuff like that i always like that Ooh, let's fix up the motel and we can rent them out for like production studio yeah you know know, some stupid thing like that
0: that would be cool yeah um what's the most embarrassing cd you have in your collection first of all remember cds remember what those are embarrassing what about you terrence
2: Like sixpence, none the richer. (laughs) Kiss me Uh
0: under
1: the moon. The nineties, God, I loved them. I used to go to sleep in college. I would put on it's an it was an album. I guess it's never released on CD. But Goldie Hawn recorded an album. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Bob Dylan and Dolly Parton. Fuck a duck. She was my favorite actress. Mine sure, too. She I was my, obsessed. Big, my big
0: yeah. I saw everything opening weekend. Oh. I mean crisscross.
1: Oh Wildcats. I love the, have you seen Cross recently? Yeah. No. It, you can't get through it. It's, it's just unbearable. terrible. Yeah. But she's so good. Um but yeah, Wildcats. I yeah. love Wildcats. Remember Brother Jan Hall. Hooks? Remember Jan Hooks and Wildcats? No. She's the girlfriend of Goldie's ex. Yeah. The Car- okay. Uh not Carradine. Uh what's the other Keach? Uh Stacey Keach. 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 Okay. Stacey Keach. Okay. Station. Maybe it's uh the one that married James, James Keech? Seymour. No, James I don't know. Keech. It is okay. James. Yeah. Okay. But she has, she has that great scene. I know we're running out of time. But she has oh, that I'm great here. scene where she's like, you know, uh, with Goldie and his kids because she's the new girlfriend. And it'll just be like an aside. She'll be like, "See so y'all doing good in school? Just like a line like that. And there's a, a scene where she's like next to a door and he's having a fight with Goldie and he throws the door open and she's holding a glass of water and Jan Hooks gets smashed behind the door but they don't notice her but then the door closes and her bangs are all wet <laughs> but she, she had like this crazy like 80's hairdo and then I love that Jan's like I, I gotta get some mileage out of this character oh uh, yeah let me wet my bangs even though hair and makeup's gonna have to redo them for every shot I just you know God rest her soul Do you love th- that stuff
2: did you ever see the thing that she did with Phil Hartman the short film Life is a Dream Mm-mm. Oh my! God.
0: I feel like I did. I feel like it was all over Facebook when she passed. Yeah, right?
2: it's so incredible. Uh, I don't even yeah. know what that it's is, a. It's is. a Tom Schiller film. I think it's Tom Schiller Isn't he? Didn't he do the short? I don't know who that himself? is. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's um, it's just so like, so like a good. black
0: and white. Thing, yes, right? yes, oh, yep. Yep. yeah, yep. All right, there you go. some obscure thing you didn't know about, John. I didn't. I know. Intriguing. Um, remember when you taught a RoboGoGo class and I came yes. hear a RoboGoGo yes. class, oh and there was, gosh. there was
1: crawling on the floor. And then what was, the next month, uh, uh, Carmen Electra did strip aerobics and then made a million dollars. That bitch. Oh,
0: poor. I know. And my, you were in a, a workout video, Queer Abs,
1: right? <laughs> Yes. You got me that job, bitch. I know. <laughs> That's why what? he brought it up. I, I, I didn't remember that. I don't, you I had actually, sold me up the river to do. <laughs> I don't remember no, getting you that board. job. You did. Born, yeah. You know what? You suggested a lot of guys because you were really into working out at Crunch. And that's yeah. when I taught at Crunch. Right. And remember Mr. Big Shot, uh, Biggest Loose from Bob Harper yeah. was in that. And it was literally... A year or less before he did the other thing, loser. So Uh, he's probably horrified
0: that he was in queer ads because you know he was trying to find
1: every VHS copy and was (laughs) ripping ripping the tape (laughs) out. Going, I can never be seen in this. I've got sleeve tattoos. I know. I've got to do the more you know. Yeah, he's. I've got to wait and come out. God, you know it's going to ruin my coming out story ten years from now (laughs) when people forget I'm gay. Did he, was he not out when he was on The Biggest Loser? No, he that had to wait just, for some gay character to come out on the Business Biggest Loser, so then he could come out. That's but whatever works for you, kid.
0: <laughs> okay, here's another question: Have you ever been starstruck?
2: Yes. You are by who? Oh, this is the, well. This is the weirdest story. I was getting off of a flight, international flight, and all of a sudden I turned around and it was. Jonathan Davis and Olive Corn. Oh, Corn, oh my I God. I love bands like, you know, Courtney Love and Hole and all right. of the, you know, and I'm a huge Corn fan. And right. I, that was the time where I became oh like goodness. a 15 year old oh, Corn. And I couldn't, I was like, oh my God, it's Corn. <laughs> I was like, I can't even. Did you talk I, to him or no, anything? No, I couldn't. I was too starstruck. I literally yeah. was terrified. that's
1: that's another good. Place for meeting celebrities because really, I, I would say now I'm reminded of my greatest ever was I was coming off of LAX right after I pretended to be Jackie Brown, you know, next to you the You have tiles. to walk through this <laughs> yes, I always do that.
0: My friend Scott's obsessed with Jackie Brown and I always take a picture of myself walking or a little Oh video. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's the greatest movie of they, the nineties. It's it it really so is. good and I hope they it's never turn
0: that wall down. It's so iconic. Oh, me
1: neither. Anyway But I was going there and it was this funny thing where I was walking and you know when you get off the plane, I don't know, but I'm hauling ass right. to get out of there, you know. And as I'm walking, from the distance, walking right toward me is David Lynch. And he was with his daughter and probably, like, a manager or an assistant or something like that. But I just remember, like... Because Blue Velvet changed my life. I was, like... And David Lynch. Come on. I was in Louisiana, Southern Baptist College, going into the ministry. Always knew I was gay, but it was just this thing. And it was more about, like, that, you know, more of, like... How do you choose Jesus and listen to Blondie? You know what I mean? That kind of stupid shit of, oh, I can't like certain films because I'm a Christian or whatever. But I saw Blue Velvet, and I was like, okay, the fact that I'm into this tells you right now you need to get the hell out (laughs) of the ministry. Something (laughs) is wrong with you. But it wasn't about that. It was just more about that. The way that film opens, it's picket fences and tulips and roses, and look at Grandpa mowing the yard and look at water—just this normal. And then he does that scene where he goes into the grass, and then it's two bugs just ripping each other apart. And right. I was like, "Yep, that I get that." <laughs> yeah. Fuck this facade. Right. No, and and it's really I, when I was like, "I'm going to come out," is you know, uh, you know, as, you know, whatever. But, um, so I'm walking LAX and I see David Lynch and I was, I was like, I have got to say something. Oh my God, I'll never forgive myself. And we're getting closer and closer. And I'm telling you, right as we ran in, we all turned, I turned left, he turned right. So we were shoulder to shoulder going down the next part of the exit. And I said, Mr. Lynch, and I had the hand, I, I think I had the hand out in his face, 10 yeah. feet from meeting him. And I said, I have to introduce, I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm the hugest fan, I was like, Blue Velvet changed my life, it got me out of the ministry. And he said, oh, oh, no, you should all, always stay spiritual. And I said, oh, I'm still spiritual, I'm just not a Southern Baptist. Yeah. And he, you know, thought that was kind of, you know, charming or whatever, and then that was really it, but. That was great, though, you had your awesome, moment. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Those things settle you down. You don't, you know, and like I say, I met Deborah Harry, who's my favorite of yes, all Yes, you have a
0: tattoo of it, her on your arm.
1: Yeah, once you, oh, I think we just, oh my God. No, we're all done. Um, it's still good. Yeah, once, once you kind of meet a couple of really great artists. Did Debbie Harry live up to everything? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. She, she's one of the most lovely. Now, look, she can freeze you out with a side glance, but that's what makes her who she is. Right. That's why she who she is, is because, you know, I miss rock stars that, could do that to you. It's right. Like, don't approach me. Yeah. You know, you're, I'm not in the mood today. Right. But she's lovely. She's sweet.
0: What did she think of your the fact that you have her uh, signature tattooed well, on your arm? she was there
1: the day we did it. Oh, so she yeah. had to so write she, it. She, yeah. She, yeah, she yeah. did a bunch on paper, and yeah. we did them all. And then I saw her a month later at a New Year's Eve show at Don Hills. Squeeze Box. I don't you know Squeeze Box. She was doing a New Year's Eve show, and I came up to Is her. Is Squeeze Box in New York? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it was down in Soho. And uh, she was literally outside the stage door, which is just a door, right? by herself, in a New Year's Eve gown. She had a crown on, but then she just kind of had a fall, just kind of scotch-taped to her head, just kind of ratty, which is what was great about getting to see Debbie Harry a lot in the 90s when she wasn't with Blondie. You'd get to see her do a club date, and she just, you know. And uh, yeah, I approached her, and I was like, here's the tattoo, and she kissed me on the mouth. She's just... Great. There you go. I love it. Uh, the best.
0: Now, were you super religious when you were growing up? Were you really into it? Or was there was there a lot of tension when you broke away from it or all um,
1: out? We weren't super religious, but right. I think it's just a ritual of Sunday morning, Sunday night, you know, Wednesday prayer meeting. It's right. a social, it is as much a social gathering, churches and religion, you know, just to make, I think to make, um... He would say less intelligent or stupid people feel right. better about you know what I mean? So I don't I don't have problems with that. But right. when it's when the Bible or, or religion is used yeah. as a weapon or to discriminate or that shit just drives me crazy. Like I'm still friends on Facebook with a lot of people I went to college with at Louisiana College, which, mind you, it's a college that has now lost its accreditation. Basically, <laughs> right? They uh, handle snakes at chapel service. On you know, it's gone. On they've confiscated art from art majors because they had to paint the nude body because it's 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 basically the first after I think you paint a bowl of fruit. You paint a body. Yeah.
2: You, know, you should never paint a body. Oh my god. Don't never paint a body. So, so, so no that
1: stuff's a little no kooky, art. but it's more like uh, once I got into the college, you know, getting away from judgmental adults is one thing, right. but a bunch of judgmental teenagers, you're, you're, you know, that that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little little edgy. I, I made the mistake my final year at school. I needed an extra job, so I thought it would be smart to do stripper grams, and then. I, <laughs> So I wound up having because uh, the town that I went to college in was also uh, had an air force base nearby. So not only is there that, do you have remember, you heard
0: these stories before, Terrence? Some, some, right. of okay, it.
1: okay. But I remember I had to show up and do a stripogram, and it was for some you know dude got it for his girlfriend. So I had to show up at a Mexican restaurant. Right. So basically, the equivalent of going into Merrick's. right? You know, but straight, yeah. not gay at right. all. So, I went in there, and I saw the table I was going to have to go through, and I basically stripped down to a Speedo with a bow tie on it. Right. All right. So, when I was walking through, and mind you, the woman that owned the stripagram, she was kind of this heavyset woman. Right. Who would bring the jam box and push play. Right. Well, you know, I'm so a, she Woo! Yeah. So, it's kind of like you had your fat mom with you, like, <laughs> come on, honey. Woo! Come on, show them your butt. Get it, girl. Get it. And I, as I'm walking through, I'm seeing all these people from my college. And I didn't realize it, but it was Sadie Hawkins night. Right. Whoa. And every, the whole gig was, everyone's going to eat at Kuko's Mexican Restaurant yeah. and then go on back to the school. Because you couldn't have a dance because we right. couldn't dance from a thing. So all these people are looking at me. And these are all the Because no, no one cool did Sadie Hawkins. This was all like the really evangelical right. ones. Dancing is So I started dancing and stripping and they're (laughs) just looking at me like, what is going on? And then I look to the left. And there are two women that I modeled with. Because I'm just part of the Image Institute School of Modeling. And we would do freeze modeling at the mall. (laughs) We would do. We've got to do a sketch. Shut up. We've got to do a sketch about freeze models. (laughs) That's hilarious. I've never heard of freeze models. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Yeah. Hashtag freeze models. Right. It's where you would just be on a platform. (laughs) You would just be on a platform like freeze, two, three, four, five. Five, six, seven, eight. Different pose. And it was hours of fun. Well, these two women, these two women, because that's what was fun about going to college and why I should say, if anyone, you know, you should always go to college and not in your hometown. Go away. Because that's how you're able to be protected by your parents, protected by a system of structure. Yeah. But you're able to kind of go out and find who you are and right. do stupid things like, Mall modeling or stripograms. <laughs> well, let me tell you. So I started doing the stripogram, and the two girls that I modeled with—they were like divorcees, and they were loaded on margaritas, and they were loving it and pointing at me like, "Going, you are a damn fool." The uh, student body was not having it. And I don't even know. I don't remember what the people I was supposed to be dancing for were doing. But they tried to get me kicked out of school for that. They did. Really? They said, that was yes, a whole scandal. Well, they Rightly had so. morals clause. Rightly, Rightly so. So. <laughs> so. Rightly so. <laughs> they, they had evil. morals clauses. But you beat it. Let's of course I beat it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I was a really popular student. Yeah. And I was like, it was my fifth year. And I basically, I got called into the dean. And it was just like...
2: No,
1: you're not going to kick kick me out of school, sorry.
0: What were you like growing up, Terrence?
2: Hellion? No, I was kind of, I mean, I was always very headstrong. I kind of did my, like once I got my, once I got fixed on something, then it was a done deal. Can I tell the story about when your dad came in and was like, clean up your room. Oh yeah.
1: And he turned around and says, is that why you adopted me to make me work? Is that Ter- what you said? Terrence yes. at
0: five. Yeah.
1: How lovely. Yeah.
0: How, you were five years old and you said that? Yeah, I was
1: a little older than that, but not yeah. much older. Yeah. 13. <laughs>
0: yeah. 27. And how, what did he respond to? He was horrified. Yeah. Just
2: shut, he went into shutdown. He had a heart attack. Yeah.
0: That was later. No, I'm teasing. Yeah. I know. That's wild. You were a little... You had a little...
2: I'm just. You know, I'm just very... Not sassiness. But I'm just headstrong, and I've always been very... Um, I don't know. Once I get something in my mind, then that's kind of it.
1: Right. So there you go. That's kind of the go. same way. Yeah. Nora's probably the same. We're way all too. very headstrong. Yeah. We're a good group in that we are. We maintain our individuality right. well, and I think we also know. We collaborate well as well because I think so. we respect yeah. like. It's you're gonna write. You know what I mean. It's like this. Yeah. She. We all know Nora. We know what she does. We right. know what she's gonna bring. So it's. it's now, great.
0: what does it mean to you to perform together after all this time, and to be doing a show again? And you know, it's not like. It's not like when you started when maybe there's gonna be a gay network or logo you know what
1: I mean? Like it's all of, you know, it's just <laughs> do, for the fun of do, it.
2: Do you think they'll come? I don't yeah.
1: be horrified the well, shit it's it. an ironic thing of you yeah, know, Nora always said Younger was like, she could give a shit. Yeah. You know, she was the New York girl. She again, yeah. she knew who she was. Right. She really loved performing for her friends. I was like, No I was like, We're great, we're really funny. It's like and I always felt like I could say that because their reputation preceded me even joining the group. Yeah. And and I would say the thing that I'm most excited about is um, I love Terrence's dialogue. I mean it. I mean I'm horrified at the things that I'm going to have to say on stage, but <laughs> right. I'm so looking <laughs> forward to it because generally it's not us saying it it's like a middle aged woman or yeah house you know yeah because we never write you know sketches for us as guys so yeah. that was always a thing too about like trying to get an agent or a manager to come see the Nellie Olsons forget about trying to get like rep- you know we, ne- we never had that booking agent or anyone that ever wanted to touch us at all right it was like no I'm gonna get cancer if I even like <laughs> breathe that air these people are sick but um but yeah it was always that thing was like no someone should totally snap us up. this is awesome
2: yeah but we we'd actually done a, a cruise maybe six years ago seven years mm-hmm. ago that we got booked on our first cruise yeah right heard, yeah and it was actually a great experience oh, awesome but, but the amazing thing is that there were half I mean of course you know it's captive audience so you had 800 people in a house and half of them were like oh this is you guys are Amazing and da and really energized. The other half were horrified and just like, why couldn't we get Miss Richfield or Kay Clinton or yeah, yeah, Kay something. I mean, they were just horrified. And then what was funny is that a couple of nights later, they asked us to do a parody of American, American Idol. Idol. So yeah. it was karaoke, but we were playing the American Idol judges, right? And so we were riffing. And that went over like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Like right. It was the funniest things. That, and we're like, really? Like, this
1: There's is- something about the, because it, it was a large theater. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, true, it, too. It, There was some distance. So but, it's, it's in the basement of a Mexican
2: restaurant. It, it's kind it's of long. It's more like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have to be up close, I yeah. think, to get it. You do get lost in any kind of cavernous space. What does it but mean, mean to you? It's a sensibility thing.
0: Yeah. What
2: does it mean to you to be performing with the Nellies again? Well, we, we have a history and we have a simpatico that I think you can't, you know, we. we we genuinely enjoy each other's company, and in, and I think there's this kind of magical thing that happens on stage. Mm-hmm. Where we crack each other up. Mm-hmm. It's very there. Got, there are a couple of things that I'm thinking it's going to be very difficult to get through this.
1: I, I do. I was doing the same thing. I was like, I'm. I i do not know how I'm going to get through this because I have nothing to do except watch Nora basically fall to pieces, and that is Nora. Crack can play some... Way. It's just because she's the last person that's going to fall to pieces. It's funny watching her act like she's falling to pieces. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah. That's... It's super fun.
0: I love it. Is it a lot of new material? or it's all mostly, new. Mostly,
1: yeah. All new. I yeah. love it. Yeah.
2: Well, I think there's one one old sketch. Junkie. Junkie. And V is kind of yeah, old. But not is. a lot of people really right. saw it. Vige. But, you
1: but you've got to see Terrence and I in Stand Battle. Do you watch Bring It? No. On, Oh, it's the greatest show ever. It's It's, the cheerleading thing, right? It's it's the Majorette. It's the Deep South. But they're all from Jackson, Mississippi, where I grew up. Right. And the choreography is... uh, I'm just glad... You know, you talk about a job if you couldn't do what you... do, If I ever... You know, I always think, you know, my parents getting older, if I ever had to go back, I would... The first thing, find me a Majorette group, I am ready to be a creative choreographer. Right. Find someone with some cheerleading experience that can do all the tumbling shit, that to me stepping divas would,
2: of Tallulah oh I would
1: no. lo- oh i, I mean, I, I seriously
2: I I would love it I yeah. would absolutely love it I love it so yeah we're doing a stand battle
0: I love that I can't wait to but see the you, show yeah it's
1: just so awkward
2: but yeah. I mean so to
0: see
1: two 50 year old men trying to uh, <laughs> with 16 year old African American I'm the baby of the yeah. group, so don't There even you go. Try it. Are you the youngest
0: of the three? Of course, I. Am. I love it. All right. Well, the show is,
2: is the face of an old woman.
1: I'm also yeah. the fattest of the group too. I've gained the most weight. Yeah.
0: The Nelly Olsons in their 20th anniversary show, "Evil Never Dies," September 25th and 26th, October 2nd through the 4th. At the Cavern Club Theater at Casita Del Campo. There is a Facebook invite for it, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. there's also, you guys have a Facebook group. Yep. Is mm-hmm. there any other promoting things? You to,
2: well, you, if you go to Casita, or if you go to Cavern Club Theater. Yeah. Yeah. If you Google that, there'll be links to tickets and all of that. cavernclubtheater.com.
0: You are going to laugh if you go to the show. You're yes. gonna, and you're, you're going to think. It's outrageous, but it's also really smart and well-observed. And, and you're going to
1: be offended. You will most definitely be offended.
0: I love it. I can't wait to be offended. You're some of my favorite offensive people ever. Yay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Thank you for doing the podcast. Thank Don't you. Go see them, and um, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks again to Terrence Michael and John Cantwell from the Nellie Olsons. Go see their show and find out more about it at the Cavern Club Theater online. Um, Just Google it, or I think it's cavernclubtheater.com. It's a ton of fun. And if you've never been to Casita del Campo, it's a fun place to see a show. And you can get margaritas and Mexican food before. It's a whole evening. Okay, so this happened. Um, I have started this cool course at UCLA called Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, and I was turned on to it by my friend Zaid, who's been on the podcast before, and it's a class where it's once a week, and you learn how to use mindfulness techniques, like meditations, to reduce the amount of stress in your life, and hopefully help with things like digestion and stuff like that, and um, my friend Zaid really got a lot out of it, so I went and did that last week. And it was kind of cool. Um, the, the, the teachers are really nice. There's two of them. And they kind of talk very soft. And they were a little bit like a Saturday Night Live sketch at first. But um, I think I'm digging it. And I've been doing 30-minute meditation every day. So um, we'll see if it makes me more centered. Um, but then after it was over, um, I was feeling all zen and tranquil and I'm trying to drive out of Westwood and my eyes are kind of blurry and I went down this street that I got confused by the signage and thought I might've been going down a run, a one-way pedestrian street. So I stopped in the road and thought for a second and then I decided to turn around and all of a sudden this cop behind me turned on his sirens and he's like, the world doesn't revolve around you. Next time you decide where you're going, signal. Signal. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, I was I was all ready to say, hey, I thought it was a one-way street or I just did a meditation. I'm a little, I just was like, sorry. But it was so, such a buzzkill to really get um, told that the world doesn't revolve around me. Guess what? I know that. I figured that out, clearly. <laughs> um, but anyway, I look forward to the rest of the classes and I'll let you know how it goes. And yeah. Um, Hopefully, I will be a newly centered, mindful human. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Dennis Anyone. Bye.